The Watergate scandal began early in the morning on June 17, 1972, when five men were arrested trying to break into Democratic National Committee headquarters in the Watergate complex in Washington, D.C. This was no ordinary robbery. The men were connected to President Richard Nixon's re-election campaign, and they had been caught wiretapping phones and stealing documents. The president took aggressive steps to cover up the crimes, but multiple investigations revealed his role in the conspiracy. The events of Watergate read like a political thriller, dirty tricks, government surveillance, and sabotage. And much of it was secretly caught on tape. In this episode, calls between President Nixon and Assistant Attorney General Henry Peterson, White House Counsel John Dean, and National Security Advisor Henry Kissinger. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We begin on April 16th, 1973. The scope of the Watergate conspiracy was widening. And along with it, two investigations one by a federal grand jury, the other by the U.S. Senate. That day, the president and assistant attorney general Henry Peterson talked about the grand jury investigation. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, the, 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 
equipment. Authority to combat, uh, to contact the man. Uh, thereafter, combat took care of the money. Now, details on the $350,000, which indicated uh, uh, you, you knew about. Uh, I knew about the front, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it all developed. That is, is related to us as money over which the whole of an exercise control. That money was delivered to LaRue to be used for payments. A portion of it. Some of it, right. I think yeah, they called him and uh, would say that's true. I think he would. I mean, I don't know, but we'll see. You should ask, uh, I guess, come well, The point of it is it went to LaRue instead of going to the committee directly. Yes, sir. Right. Okay, well, if anything comes up, call me even if it's the middle of the
President Nixon and Assistant Attorney General Henry Peterson on April 16, 1973. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The next day, the president called White House counsel John Dean to talk about the Senate's investigation. Hi, John. You got your uh, piece of paper yet? Uh, Which one is that now? Oh, yes. I work with Len Garment. Uh, and Len, I think, has a product that he and I concur in. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I got Len uh, got something to me last night. Yeah. Uh, he and I. But that's uh, that's what you would. Uh, uh, that's that's the one you would uh, you would approve. Uh, his approach, or do you have any well, uh, any uh, variations? I would. Uh, well, let me suggest. Uh, if you can hear, I got these Italians down uh, <laughs> today. That's, that's what you hear in the background. Uh, maybe about uh, we get through with the prime minister. Maybe about three o'clock we could get together and uh, no. Let's see. Fine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me see. Twelve thirty, Mr. Betsky. Let me go on us. One o'clock. Two thirty. Two thirty or three. I'll give you a ring. Uh, and uh, I want to read the thing. And uh, and, uh, and then I, then there's one other possible approach. And get your get your judgment on them. All right. I'm available. Very helpful. I mean, uh, I mean, I see. Uh, uh, and uh, I said uh, I was out with the uh, Dr. Bill Rogers too, so we're trying to sort of get the, as you know, the approach can vary or depends on how we handle it. That's the main thing, and I'll and I'll handle it in a way that uh, uh, that uh, that uh, differentiates between the whole situation. You know, mm-hmm. as, it's, as, it, as it as it must, depending upon what what developments are.
Later that afternoon, the president spoke to reporters at the White House. He announced that members of the White House staff will appear before the Senate committee. Last June 17, while I was in Florida trying to get a few days' rest after my visit to Moscow, I first learned from news reports of the Watergate break-in. I was appalled at this senseless, illegal action. And I was shocked to learn that employees of the re-election committee were apparently among those guilty. I immediately ordered an investigation by appropriate government authorities. On September 15, as you'll recall, indictments were brought against seven defendants in the case. As the investigations went forward, I repeatedly asked those conducting the investigation whether there was any reason to believe that members of my administration were in any way involved. I received repeated assurances that there were not. Because of these continuing reassurances, because I believed the reports I was getting, because I had faith in the persons from whom I was getting them, I discounted the stories in the press that appeared to implicate members of my administration or other officials of the campaign committee. Until March of this year, I remained convinced that the denials were true and that the charges of involvement by members of the White House staff were false. The comments I made during this period, the comments made by my press secretary in my behalf, were based on the information provided to us at the time we made those comments. However, new information then came to me which persuaded me that there was a real possibility that some of these charges were true and suggesting further that there had been an effort to conceal the facts both from the public, from you, and from me. As a result, on March 21st, I personally assumed the responsibility for coordinating intensive new inquiries into the matter. And I personally ordered those conducting the investigations to get all the facts and to report them directly to me right here in this office. I again ordered that all persons in the government or at the re-election committee should cooperate fully with the FBI, the prosecutors, and the grand jury. I also ordered that anyone who refused to cooperate in telling the truth would be asked to resign from government service. And with ground rules adopted that would preserve the basic constitutional separation of powers between the Congress and the presidency, I directed that members of the White House staff should appear and testify voluntarily under oath before the Senate committee, which was investigating Watergate. I was determined that we should get to the bottom of the matter and that the truth should be fully brought out no matter who was involved. At the same time, I was determined not to take precipitate action 
and to avoid, if at all possible, any action that would appear to reflect on innocent people. I wanted to be fair, but I knew that in the final analysis, the integrity of this office, public faith in the integrity of this office, would have to take priority over all personal considerations. Today, in one of the most difficult decisions of my presidency, I accepted the resignations of two of my closest associates in the White House, Bob Haldeman, John Ehrlichman, two of the finest public servants it has been my privilege to know. I want to stress that in accepting these resignations, I mean to leave no implication, whatever, of personal wrongdoing on their part. And I leave no implication tonight of implication on the part of others who have been charged in this matter. But in matters as sensitive as guarding the integrity of our democratic process, it is essential not only that rigorous legal and ethical standards be observed, but also that the public, you, have total confidence that they are both being observed and enforced by those in authority, and particularly by the President of the United States. They agreed with me that this move was necessary in order to restore that confidence. Because Attorney General Kleindeast, though a distinguished public servant, my personal friend for 20 years, with no personal involvement whatever in this matter, has been a close personal and professional associate of some of those who are involved in this case, he and I both felt that it was also necessary to name a new Attorney General. The counsel to the President, John Dean, has also resigned. That night, he hosted a state dinner for Italian Prime Minister Giulio Andriotti. It featured a performance by Frank Sinatra. Afterwards, he called National Security Advisor Henry Kissinger. Hello, Mr. President. Next day for the entertainment? Yes, this was moving. One of the most moving things I've heard. You know, Frank, Frank's voice is gone as he told me before he came. And, but, uh, by gosh, you know, the emotion in the room was just unbelievable. I think some of the people were crying. Unbelievable. Did you feel that way? Oh, yes. And also the tremendous dignity with which he did it. The way he spoke of you and of the presidency was really a great evening. <laughs> no, you said it very well. It is possible that one can have such an evening. <laughs> right. No, but Ebert was sitting in front of me, and he was in fact crying at the end. Ebert, Ebert, yeah. And Pastore was sitting next to me, and he's just beside himself. Was he?
problem I have is that uh, I can't look at it in a detached way. I really should. Well, these pe people, goddammit, they're guilty. Throw them out and go on. But uh, just the personal things are, goddamn. I think of these good men. I try to enjoy We wanted to do the right thing. And, uh, I was going to splash on a lot of them. And, uh, Would it do? Whom would 
friend that would, of course, be personally undressed. I've had dinners uh, the night after Cambodia. I had uh, I had one on after the main thing. We had a dinner. And they were tough, but boy, I'm telling you tonight, I that was a hard one for me to get through. I don't think I don't think I did it off. I don't if it's I don't think the audience sensed it, but no one sensed it. No one. In fact, I didn't know you had made a statement. So one of my dinner partners said, "Isn't it astonishing how the president is behaving, considering what he's done today?" I said, "Yes, he's had a tough meeting in the morning, but he does that all the time." She said, "No, the statement was with his guest."
President Nixon and his national security advisor, Henry Kissinger, from April 17, 1973. Coming up on the next episode of Presidential Recordings, President Nixon's first term, and conversations about the Vietnam War, the Pentagon Papers, and his legislative agenda. Follow Presidential Recordings wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode.